night. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Slappy, ready to roll? I'm ready. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slaps at Vegas Hockey Island, AM 1400 KSHP, Golden Knights Game Day. Spin that wheel of Terrible Herbst. The $1,000 VGK Game Day giveaway. Colorado's a $1.75 favorite. Doesn't feel high enough. Huh. Is it... A, Good for Vegas to get out of here, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. I think. But then you're running into these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and believe me, they got the license plate. Sure they do. You think for 10 seconds they feel sorry for Vegas? Not at all. They want to step on their neck and then roll them over and step on the other side of their neck. All of that is true. All of that is true. I would expect McCarr, McKinnon... Uh, and the boys to have a... Gerard's out. Yeah, he is. Um, I I don't feel very good about this game tonight, uh, VGK-wise. It's a tall order. There's no getting around that. And, and they're facing adversity. It's a unique situation. They've really only... And I wouldn't even... I guess they kind of faced it once before... It was like you could see it. They'd lost four in a row, and they were, like, technically out of the playoffs. But you could see they were going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. The one year Schmidt missed the first 20 games, remember that? And he can kind of bail them out. This is different. This is different. Yeah. Do, do you when, – when you watch them play, and I, it's a very short sample, but they feel a little lost to me. You know, I, I think there's chances and they're not scoring and there's some good things. The thing I, that I'm noticing that's really odd to me, like the defense on paper is really sound. Yeah. How about guys going around these defensemen like they're standing still? Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, it, like it wasn't just Tarasenko the other night. It happened again a number of times against the Islanders. We, we have seen that. There are also issues there with them turning the puck over in their own end. And then the, the, the first goal of, in, the, in the Islander game, they had three guys back on, on the Islanders, three guys coming in after they turn it over. But all three guys go to one Islander, and 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 two two Islanders are just are wide open, and and it results in a goal. There, there's something up with with the chemistry, with the communication on the ice. No, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's not one thing. Uh, people probably chuckle at this. The one thing, for the most part, that's been good is the goaltending. Yeah, it has. Yeah, he's Leonard's been really good. No, he's 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 stopping the first shot for sure. Yep. Yes. You know, are you, you going he blamed himself, but are you blaming him for that Barzell goal? No. There's like five guys in a league can do that. Correct. Correct. That was ridiculous. No, that's not that's not his fault. And the first goal most of the goals 
that that he has given up have not been his fault this year. The the defense in front, and you you said it, Brian, those guys are all good defensive players in the NHL. There's something wrong there. They don't. It's it's been mistakes aplenty uh, in, in these first few games. And so Leonard's facing shots. He, he really shouldn't even have to face. The defense should be cleaning that stuff up, and they're not. All right. We are thrilled to be joined. Great friend of the program and a really good guy, Jason Pothier, Vegas. Usually we get to see Jason in person. And, you know, he's a big shot now. So he's like, yeah, call me and maybe I'll answer. Wow. <laughs> Hi, bud. How you doing? I'm good, guys. Good to hear from you. What do you make it tonight? I, you know, uh, I'm not going to lose sleep if they get pumped because they're not playing well. The glass is half full. Is they get a win here, and all of a sudden, not that it's entirely forgotten, but it's like they need something to get them out of this funk. A win against these guys would do it. Uh, if they got drilled tonight and beat Dallas, I don't know that it does it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they definitely need something of, of substance, and beating Colorado would certainly do that. And, and and I agree with you. Even if they beat Dallas, lose tonight, beat Dallas tomorrow, yeah, it's, it's important to get those those wins, uh, you know, in the in the, te- in the win column. But overall, I don't think it would have as much feel across the fan base. I mean, if, if they win tonight, the fan base will go back from – being completely depressed to, uh, you know, somewhat depressed. So I think tonight's a big game, but it's a tall ask. I mean, you see that lineup, and you guys even said the line's minus 170 or whatever. It could be higher. You know, Jason, I believe it was you that told me in the series in the playoffs last year against the Avs that Colorado felt the difference was the physical nature of Vegas, and they are now less physical. That, that, That even... It's a bigger pat signal to me that this may not go very well tonight for the VGK. Yeah, and I think, Brian, you nailed it when you were like, you know, it's everything goes tonight because this is not that it's, you know, Colorado's Stanley Cup, but it's really their first, you know, I mean, they, they want revenge, right? And even though it doesn't really count because it's the regular season, but they're going to they're gonna come out as hard as they can, knowing that the Golden Knights yes. are young, they're weaker, and, you know, like you just said, Stevie, they're going to be smaller and not as physical as Colorado tonight. I'm telling you, in a weird way, I think Colorado's like even way more motivated tonight. If Vegas had started 4-1, and one, right, not 1-4, and four, and they come in, okay, we know we got to bump into these guys down the road, okay, and if it's a really entertaining back and forth game, whatever. You know, we'll see these guys down the road. But right now, Colorado's like, we can't stand these guys. They're struggling. Let's destroy them. I mean, in a weird way, I think they're more motivated because Vegas is limping in. I yeah, definitely because I mean, this is their opportunity. Like you said, stomp on them. This is the time they look back. And they say, this is the team that ruined our chance at the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, whatever, whoever they had to play after the, that would have been, you know, you know, who, who knows what would have happened. But, I mean, this is the team that got in their way to get to Montreal, to get to Tampa. And I don't think they're over it. And I, I think tonight, when you look at the lineup, they're pretty stacked. I mean, they're, they're full, like you said, Gerard's out. But 
I mean, their top six is there, and, and Kadri's back. They haven't played Kadri. Uh, I don't know, Steve, have they ever played Kadri, or or was he was Yes, he yeah, they did. They played, then he was suspended. Okay. No, no, so, I think Kadri probably played them several times. Uh, it's, it's, he, he played the outdoor game, didn't he? I believe so. I I, yeah, I know I've yeah, seen him multiple times. I, mean, I, I remember him in the outdoor game. I think he had he had uh, he had water wings on. Yeah, I remember that game. <laughs> oh, okay, sun so, and I ice mean, don't you know, mix. This this no, they don't. And clearly the the Golden Knights, uh, you know, didn't agree. But I don't know. I, I look at tonight and I just say, you know, I kind of. I hate doubting uh, any professional hockey team, but tonight is really, really tough. Hey, have you heard anything on uh, either Nolan Patrick or Martinez? Uh, did, did, no. Do you, do you no. know if they went? So nothing. So we don't even know that they could be on the trip, and, and we don't even know about it at this point. I would assume they're not on the trip. Uh, so, you know, right now, if you, you know, you're looking at the lineup. I noticed David Shane had tweeted out that Merrimanoff is uh, is in again. Right, I saw so, that. You know, I, I, you, at this point, we don't really know who's healthy or who's, you know, not day-to-day, but who's available. Right. So I guess we'll find out right before, you know, game time or not. But Well, when it, uh, ra- even- when it, when it rains, it pours, Jason. I'm it, <laughs> White white Cloud on IR, I, I, I'm, it's a guess. I hope I'm wrong. But, I mean, in DeBoer's comments after the game, you kind of knew it. I don't know if he broken thumb, hand, finger, something. He's on IR. The biggest fear would be wrist, right? So that would, uh, I guess, again, don't. I'm not the doctor here, but uh, we have a, an injury expert that we talked to, and and he said the one thing that they're looking at is if it's it, like Devore said, it's not good. If that's the case, it would be the wrist bone, which takes you know just weeks and months to heal. And then the other thing, Brian, is you, you, I'm sure you've seen players come back too early on a wrist injury. They play, and then they have, to, they have to go back on the IR. Unless I'm missing something, though. I mean, like the Petrangelo one, that was pretty clear. It hit him on the wrist. Right. I got, I, and I'm going from memory now, but I thought I had two pretty good looks at it. I thought it hit, it looked like on the glove, I thought the thumb area specifically, but if it's a hair higher, it would have been the hand. I don't think it was high enough to be the wrist. I could be wrong. Well, either way, I mean, that's, you know, it's like you said, when it rains, it pours. I mean, that, you know, as much as, you know, White Cloud, he's not as effective, or not, he's definitely effective, but he does he isn't used as much as Petrangelo and Theodore, but you need him back there. I mean, he's been a mainstay for three seasons now, and, and I think they rely on him a lot, and He's only getting better, so yeah, it really, really hurts. And Stevie, you were saying earlier they look, you know, not not really they together. Look a lost to me, yeah. I think it's they really don't have an identity. I mean, all these kids are in these positions that they've never really played before. They're playing with certain players that they've never even mm-hmm. skated with, and all these things are happening so quickly over a five game period. It's really tough to have an identity. That certainly is part of it. It. it, it and I, and I, you know, it's the same thing with the Blackhawks, right? You you brought in all all these people. There, there's a lot of change there, and you have to get used to playing with one another. That that that's part of it. But boy, in the Knights' case, it feels like there's still more than that to this to me. Yeah, I mean, I think there's certainly doubt, right? I mean, we saw Riley Smith's face the other day after he shot a couple of times. He thought he had, 
you know, some pretty good targets and didn't go in. His face, I mean, you don't see Riley Smith too too frustrated. And, uh, you know, when you see a guy like that, a leader of the team, frustrated, and you clearly see it from Theodore, Petrangelo, and definitely Leonard. Uh, you could tell that this is just a situation that these guys understand that it's, it's going to be a, an uphill battle. And, you know, going into tonight's game and tomorrow, it doesn't really help. Well, in March or so, they're still picking splinters out of the ice <laughs> over at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, let's go to the phones. Tony is kind enough to join us. Hello, Tony. How you doing, bud? Hey, guys. Great show. Stevie, how you doing? How you doing, man? Uh, all I wanted to say was management brought this on themselves. I don't know if it's – I haven't been listening, and I've got bad reception, so I'll be fast. This is what happens when you go big game hunting three years in a row. They got caught with their pants down. Um, they don't roll four solid lines anymore. And honestly, the top six haven't been that great, especially in the postseason. But, you know, and attendance is down. But I just feel like this is what happens. We almost look like the Edmonton Oilers without obviously not as talented on the top line. But you get a few guys hurt and you are absolutely screwed. Tony, they're top heavy. And and they're they're top heavy when Stone and Pacioretty are playing. I mean, this, this used to be four lines. You used to roll four lines that were dangerous. They're top-heavy, but not even top-heavy like a really top-heavy, talented team. Like Edmonton, they're top-heavy, but they have a reason to be top-heavy. So is Boston. Like, Boston's another one. Exactly. Yeah. But those guys produce every night. But yeah, the perfection line, and you got McDavid. I mean, I don't mind being top heavy if I've got McDavid and Drysaddle yeah. at all. That's fine. What big picture? Do you think this persists, Tony? I think it's going to get worse because I feel like management's going to start sweating even harder now, and they may make a stupid move, another big time move, to try to save their job. But I'm telling you, and I said it before to you guys, Brian, you keep messing with this fan base, and all you have to look, do is look down the street at Maryland Parkway. That arena, you couldn't get tickets for UNLV games. You could not get in. Last year, I think they had 1,000 people a game. So it's not going to be. You can't just keep doing whatever you want and think that attendance is going to stay strong every year. It'll get real bad real quick in this city. That's the way the city is. They support winners. Not, yeah, not much else. But, yeah. Thank you, All right, thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate. It. But the, the one thing that will happen, though, once it's common knowledge, is if that happens, once it's common knowledge, then the visiting people. Well, no, no, those no. take. They'll always have people. Correct. I'm, I'm telling you. No, no, that correct. will always happen. No. So let, let me let me bring Jason in and say, Tony said the words. TV Stevie got the Cheshire Cat grin. We're blue in the face talking about this, okay? It's been going on and on and on and on and on. But I'm telling you, Jason, Frank Cervalli, David Shane tweets out today, Cervalli on a podcast or a radio show, and this guy, don't forget, Frank Cervalli, he blew up the expansion draft. He had every player before the expansion draft. He said, watch out. Vegas is the team for Eichel. And how that happens now with, I guess, what they'd ultimately have to give up with all the guys that are hurt, 
if Krebs and Hager, or God knows what exactly it would be, I, you know, I guess they're saying to themselves, if they could tread water and then you come back and you've got Stone and Pacioretty and Eichler or whatever after the All-Star break, they take their swing at it. They got to get there first. But what do you make of Saravalli saying, and he's not the only one. I mean, there was a list of five teams, but Vegas's name is always in the hopper. And now that was today, right? Yeah, this morning. Saravalli says it's still Vegas. I, I mean, you know, again, I just still don't know how they'll actually put together a package that will be even enough for something that Buffalo would, would accept. I mean, I know it's going to have to be, you know, Steve, I know Stevie's going to be incredibly disappointed when they send out all the, you know, Golden Knights that he likes. But are they giving, I mean, if they make that trade, is it fair to say that there's a chance they're just completely giving up on this season? And then restocking for next year? I think they think the opposite. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, that would not be. Well, let's be real. Well, no, no, I mean, put, put it this way: it, it, it really it muddies the waters of you better get there with the slow start and all the injuries, and then if you were to acquire him in the short term here, again, he he's not playing until February. Probably at the earliest, if that actually were to happen. Um, Tuck is probably right around the same window, right? Well, would, let me ask you this. Would Buffalo accept Tuck even though he's injured? Yes. On, okay. Yes, so. that, that may be that, – that would make sense. I mean, the answer is yes. They're doing perfectly fine with what they're doing now. They've got all the cap space in the world, but they are not retaining any salary. All right, so there's a guy that you could move that that doesn't hurt you right now because he's he's injured, so he's not playing for you. But anyway. you've got to you've got to realize, Steve. No, no matter, I'm not going to get into a heated debate no, with no. you. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to realize if Tuck's part of that, they want picks and prospects. Mm-hmm. So you are literally now, now maybe, maybe here's the shift. Here's the shift because they need Krebs now. Mm-hmm. Maybe Vegas, maybe Buffalo says. We'll take Brisson. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, you can't, you, and if Vegas really draws a line in the sand on Krebs, it would be maybe it's, it's a tuck, Brisson, a first, and the other guy's name that was out there was Nick Hague. There's also the possibility of getting a third team involved. Because if I'm Buffalo, I don't want Vegas's first round picks, right? I, I want somebody lower. Uh, in, in the standings, therefore higher in the draft. I want their first round picks. So well, I, well, I mean, again, what they want are picks and prospects. It, and I'm not saying it's Riley Smith, but I'm just saying clearly money's got to come shifting out of here. Yeah. But Vegas is okay with the LTIR right now, right? right? And even though maybe a, a, say a Riley Smith wouldn't be in their long term plans, Buffalo's mindset could be changing a little bit. Because of the start that they've got going on. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they go, well, okay, well, wait a minute. Um, yeah, maybe we take a proven NHL player, a first-round pick, and a couple of high-end prospects. But I don't know. It, it's, it, just, it always makes sense, Jason, because they're always in on the big fish. Always. The, the other team that is sneaky under the radar here is Calgary. Uh, you know, Anaheim makes too much sense. Minnesota, Garen's aggressive. 
something still tells me Calgary's part of this. And Buffalo's actually playing this right. They can take all the PR hits. They could care less if they're generating a bidding war and finally going to get fair market value for this guy. Adams has played it. And Adams, honestly, he's dug the line even deeper now because of the the start they've gotten. Do you think Colorado is still in? Colorado called, but basically hung up the phone because Buffalo said we are not retaining ten cents of Eichel's contract, and Colorado Colorado has no wiggle room on the cap. And so, essentially, the only thing with the Vegas deal is, yeah, they have the room now, but what happens when everybody comes back? Would Would Buffalo ever entertain a deal to kind of kick it down the road where they make a deal later or right around when Eichel returns? Because, A, it could help out both teams a little bit. I, I don't know if that's a possibility, but, I mean, chances are that there's a bidding war never, you know, but, nevertheless. Well, the, the, reason, the reason this would happen more than any other reason in the short term is because the deal would be made so that the team that acquires him will let him have the surgery he right. wants okay. to have. If, if Buffalo's going to sit there and say, we'll just hang on to him all year, who cares? And, and not, he, they're not going to let him have that surgery. But how do, if Vegas makes that deal, how do they make, how do they get to the point that when everybody comes back, they're in a good position to make a playoff run? I, I'm concerned that if they make that deal, we're looking at one in four, you know, every, six, every five games we're looking at one in four. And by that time, there's no way. I mean, you know, six weeks for Pacioretty, who knows with Stone, who knows with White Cloud, Martinez. I don't know if you can get yourself out of that hole in six weeks. I, I agree with you. That, that, that's a good point. It's a good point, I, I mean, but the, Well, there's no doubt. But the, the other thing is, in a weird way, with so many guys being hurt, that in Vegas is sitting there going, we're up against it here for the foreseeable future. That, like you said, Stevie or Jason asked, would they be packing it in on this season? That's that'll never be the case. That they'd be putting all their eggs in the basket as if they got to come out of the clouds like Zenyatta when everybody's healthy and Eichel's there. Then they're you know they're the team on the Tootsie Roll coming out of nowhere just to get in and then be dangerous. Yeah, I'm, that that's the thought over City National, in, in, in my opinion. They're 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 not <clears throat> they're not going to wave the white flag. They're, they're, if they make a deal, they're making a deal to to uh, get themselves back in the hunt in this in this season. And I'm just saying, most teams like like this thing. You know, the sports not rocket science. So I woke up this morning, and I see the the first thing. Chicago's doing a a soiree because the investigation's done, and they're calling a thing at eleven o'clock. And I'm like, Bowman's done. I mean, I, yep. I'm, I'm not a rocket scientist. I said Bowman's done. And on time, I mean, the, the allegations are hideous. The league finds Chicago two million, but you throw the butane torch onto the fire that they're oh five and one. You know, it, Bowman was done. There's just no, there was no way around it. So I'm telling you, the Vegas thing here. I don't. I don't even know. You give it more than two more weeks. I mean, you can't. Teams, teams will. 
make a trade. Not not the grenade. I'm not saying the Eichel thing, but that you do something. You have to shake something up. You just you can't let it keep going like this. Be, and and you can't honestly. Then all those words are hollow. You you can't sit there and go, oh, yeah, well, we're hurt. Tough. Pittsburgh's got Malkin and Crosby out. What are they doing? You know what I mean? And <laughs> if you're going to keep saying next man up, where's the next man? What's the percentage, Jason, at American Thanksgiving? Is it like 75, 80% of those teams? Yeah. Th- those are your playoff yeah. teams? Mm-hmm. You can't wait? Yep. Very high. I, I mean, at this point, guys, you know, how are they going to climb their way? to above 500 at that point. I mean, yeah, of course. I know a, week, a good week and, and it could help, but um, when they have these two games back-to-back, they come home. You know Anaheim, even though they're not as good, you know they're going to fight strong because this is one of those games that they have an opportunity to finally get the Golden Knights back. Um, Minnesota's going to be tough, and they got to go on that trip. I mean, I don't know. I mean, can can this deal be done by then? And even when it is done, it's not going to help them for the immediate future. So getting in the playoff position by Thanksgiving, it's going to be tough. Let's go back to the phones. Mike is on the line. Hi, Mike. What's up? Hey, another kudo to Tony. Great call. And let me see if I can drive him home with, with this comment. And, and then a, also an observation, if I may. Uh, there, between March 1... We're talking March 1 and the end of the season. There are 30 games. Now, people have forgotten that this weirdly related season, because of the Olympics and other things, and obviously the All-Star break, you've got 30 games to catch up Mm -hmm. after you get healthy. And that means you don't have to beat Edmonton. You don't have to beat Calgary. You don't even have to beat Vancouver in the regular season. Just finish fourth get into the tournament, and then uh, lose the Campbell Cup again this time to St. Louis, which will be fun. (laughs) And we'll talk about that if and when it happens. The other thing is you've gone a half hour, and the elephant in the room has not been addressed, and that is we've lost two of the uh, four losses have been by one goal, basically. The the, uh, the, uh, empty net made it two goals. We all agree on that. The other uh, loss to the Islanders was by two goals. Just one or two power plays in those games Mm -hmm. would have given us a point or two. And I don't know why people aren't screaming about that. Well, we're not allowed to. (laughs) (laughs) You got the VU meter pegged? Is that what it is? I don't know. We were told we'll address it at the end of the year. Oh, that's right. We can't even talk no, about yeah, it. We're not, we can't even, yeah, that's not, we're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, you know how crazy that sounds on well, the Well, come on. It's the same. We're, we're watching what we watched at the end of last year. Throw a forward on the point. Do something. Well, Miramanov, maybe. Oh, well, maybe. You know, I sure. It, just anything, for the love of God. It's, it's been, <laughs> you know, it's been 29, 29 consecutive misses on the power plays since last May. Well, Come on. Mike, the Jason, talk Mike off a ledge. <laughs> oh, Mike, I'd love to. I really would. I, let, let, let's just hope for five-on-five goals so that way they're not in a position that they need to rely on power play goals. How about that? Well... Good luck with either of those. This, 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 <laughs> you know, this, this team doesn't score. 
there's been an issue here for years. I, I'm not sure what the fix is. I, I, I think I know what the fix is on the power play, but the, the, they don't seem to, you know, no, no one's listening to me. And, the, the, and I don't, uh, don't necessarily blame them for that. I'm, I've never coached hockey. I listen. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but look, look th- th- this team can't score. It can't. We've, we've been watching this for four years. They, uh, look, and, and I don't, I'm not picking on Colasar. He had three point-blank chances in the second period against the Islanders. And, 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 again, I, I don't want to pick on Colasar. I like the kid. But this team does not find a way to get the puck in the back of the net. They just don't. Well, they rely on five guys for 50% of their offense. Two of those guys are out, so that's 25% of their offense. And, by the way, those guys didn't score in the postseason, like you said, Stevie. So, I mean, you know, you guys started the show talking about how top-heavy they are. I mean, Brian, if they were to trade for Eichel, aren't they in that same position, if not even more? Yeah, but I like Tony's point about, you know, Boston, for instance. If you're top-heavy, at least those guys put the puck in the net. Well, Yes, they're ridiculously top-heavy, but I will tell you this. I'll come right back to talking Mike off a ledge. Eichel fixes the power play. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo historically bad two years in a row for long stretches of the season had the number one power play in the league because of him. You know, and he gives them what they don't have. We sat here with this discussion yesterday, Stevie. There's nobody that one times it other than Martinez on the power play. It's catch and shoot, catch and shoot. Eichel's facing the play. He finds people all over the place. And Eichel moves. When you want motion, Eichel actually moves on the power play with the puck into the slot area. But he's got one of the best one-timers on the off wing. Eichel fixes the power play. All right. Because, yeah, this... The power play definitely needs motion. That that that's my answer. But then, so now you've got motion and a one timer. That helps. That, that that definitely helps that power. Yeah, play. and we're, we're honestly we're blue in the face talking about it. But again, like don't I, you know when you told me that this morning, I'm like it kind of doesn't surprise me. But don't forget, Jason Frank Saravalli, he sat there and released the entire Seattle Kraken team the day of the expansion draft. <laughs> He's got somebody's. This phone guy's hooked. He's got he's got good info, and he's saying Vegas is the team. I mean, now there has to be obviously there, there's uh, you know cap work that will be worked out, but I just I look at it and I say to myself, at this point, even if you make that deal, are they healthy enough by the time that you know the the everybody comes back? Are they in a position to make a run? And and yes, Brian, you even said it. If they do make that run, they're, they're one of the most talented teams in the postseason, but I, I, if they're fully healthy. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you one thing I do worry about is the minutes that Alex Petrangelo is going to have to eat this year. I mean, he's already on pace for the most minutes he's ever played. Uh, he's, the last time he did that was 2013-14, and, you know, it's, you know, eight years ago. So he was a young man then, and, you know, you're, you're making him skate for 27 minutes a night. I don't know if he can do that for a full year. You're going to have to get him a certain mattress for between periods. It's, it, it is just so, it's, you know, Vegas is going through it, but we've seen other teams, the snowball effect and the, the injury bug, I, I hate to say it, 
there's probably more coming. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, it when, happens you, when you get yeah. bit like this, it keeps happening. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, 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 and Jason's right in that, you know, Mike said, you know, they've got 30 games after March 1. If you are far enough behind, it doesn't matter because you're the, the psyche of the team is not such that you're going to win enough of those games at that point. Jason, we appreciate everything you do, bud, and uh, you're going to join us on Wednesdays moving forward. Appreciate you taking a few minutes today. I know you guys are all over it. Sinbin.Vegas. Um, the little one's doing good? Everybody's got the uh, Golden Knights record, but, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> they'll work through it. <laughs> there you go, man. Hey, buddy, always appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Jason Pothier, at J.R. Pothier on Twitter. And he absolutely does a great job there. Right now, I want to bring in our bud, Larry Saunders, from John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. Mondays and Thursdays, you wear football garb in there. You get 20% off. Feed yourself during the football games. Today's a Tuesday. You want to feed the family watching the hockey game tonight. Buy one sub, get one free. And then the six-inch subs for 5 bucks. You got the Friday deal with the dollar fries. Well, Larry, Larry, you're feeding everybody. We just got to get some W's on, on the ice here. Yeah, that would be nice to add to uh, add to the to the schedule is a few more W's. You mentioned the back half of the season, thirty more games, and some other things like that. I mean, yeah, we need some W's to, to make up for those four losses. What has it been like, honestly, just from like the economic impact thing? Uh, and you got the cool promotion going on wrapped around the Monday and Thursday night games. But with the Raiders and the Golden Knights, and what well, what is the like for you? I mean, people love to chow down while watching sports. You've obviously found a direct correlation to these sporting events and the local teams, and you having good business. Yeah, there is a direct correlation. Uh, whenever there's sporting events going on, and people do like to have food and to enjoy the event, and if they're not actually physically there. Uh, the benefit of it being on TV is great, and people people order. So the tablet business is going crazy. The Grubhub and the DoorDashes of the world and Uber Eats. Uh, but still, people are coming in now, and people are doing more catering as, as families and friends feel comfortable getting together in, uh, in their home in a closed environment like that. So it's starting to really pick up, which is refreshing. I can't help myself, Larry, you know. I got all these goofy things swirl around in my head. Maybe you come up with a new sub, the... Where the Golden Knights are going, you know, call it the Band Aid sub. You know, maybe it's like a blood tongue su- a sub or something. <laughs> I know we we do have a chicken tender sub, and we put a little mustard on there. You can call that a Golden Knight type of sub. <laughs> but, but but the sports scene in Vegas, I mean, it, it is crazy how this is just rocking and rolling now. And and listen, hoops and baseball are coming, bud. You know it. They are. They're on their way. I mean. As much as we're talking about hockey and uh, what's going on there, at least the Raiders are putting up some Ws even after losing the head coach. So uh, I think hoops and hoops and, and baseball are definitely on their way. There's no question about it. Buddy, I just want to know on Monday and Thursday, is, 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 would my old leather helmet, you know, with the no face mask from when I played, was that, did that don't, count? Don't, do not tell Larry what you said I, I won't. a month ago. <laughs> I, I will not. Wait, no, no, go, no, go ahead. So we'll see how loyal we'll see how loyal he is to staying with his program. Go ahead, tell him what you said. I'm I'm confident he'll stick. All right. So 
it, it, it was it was below the equator. The equipment that I was talking about. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. He's, 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 he says, I said, you know, where you just wear football gear in there. Stevie goes, look, if you only go in there with a jock strap on, will they feed? I go, yeah, except you clean out the restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, when you know, back in the day when I played, we had you know hip pads and tailbone pads. Yeah, you know, I hope somebody doesn't bring in an old tailbone pad. That's worse <laughs> than a dog strap. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I still had them because I, I I played soccer till I was like thirty five or so. I was a goalkeeper, so I, so I used to wear those because otherwise my my hips got beat up. So I had those for but but not here recently. Hey, John Smith subs ninety seven oh one West Flamingo. Honestly, seriously, the food is spectacular and you know we're thrilled you're, you're part of the program larry and 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 what's really cool is we all the stuff we talked about that you did see the correlation between sports and all, all the different things that you try to tie into that have worked you know and and you want to keep it going the right way and people love watching the sporting events and, and chowing down and I, like tonight you want to watch the golden knights i'm serious buy one sub get one free if you go over there, you buy, I'm telling you, you go over there and get four subs, two orders of fries. For 20 bucks, you're feeding a family and watching a hockey game, and then you got a sub left over for lunch tomorrow. Yeah, it's a pretty good It's a pretty good deal on Tuesdays. Our two-for-one Tuesdays are busy. Uh, I was in the store earlier today, and right at noon, uh, the, the people started coming in, and we had a pretty good line a full restaurant that's the other thing that's nice is now we have people dining in we weren't used to that over the last year so it's nice to have people being comfortable coming in and grabbing a sub and chowing down for lunch and and large groups of people at least large groups by our standards of people coming in and sitting down in the restaurant so that's really nice that's that's great to hear i mean in all seriousness it's a hockey show we're thrilled you're with us sponsor the show wanted to get get you on we always get an update from you on occasion but that is really good to hear because we sit here and, and we talk sports and stevie's doing the you know the the black uh, who is it who the, who the bust out chicago five guys on the covid yeah. list yeah, i mean yeah. we're still dealing with all this stuff but it's great to hear something like from you larry for a small business that we're getting back. I mean, we're, we're we're gaining on it to get back to a sense of normalcy. Yeah, it is nice. It is nice. So I want to thank everybody, you and Stevie, for uh, supporting us and the community for supporting us through this whole pandemic. And we look forward to seeing everybody smiling face here in our restaurant. Um, I hope the Golden Knights turn it around real quick. We're cheering for them. And we have a great sporting season with the Knights and the Raiders. So I didn't ask now, do you have a trophy or a plaque from the member member or the member guest? <laughs> I don't. I, I, I didn't get that far. I didn't get that far in the member guest. But maybe next time. Maybe next time. There's a big event coming up this weekend, actually. No, I saw that. Uh, the Spanish Trail's yeah. a cool place. and They're also part of the program. L- Larry, listen. It's always a treat talking to you, and I and I, again Tuesdays and th- or Mondays and Thursdays with the football games. You wear anything in there: a football cap, a shirt, a jersey. Don't listen to Stevie. If you want to do the leather helmet, that'll work too. 
So not anything. Twenty. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we're something. Yeah, we're, yeah. yeah we're something. Hey, Larry, real quick, you've hired the right people in there, by the way. When I, and whenever I go in there, the service is just excellent. They got a smile on their face. If I have a question, they know the answer. I, I love the, the people that work for you. Well, thank you. That's part of the. That's part of them working there. They have to be. They have to be customer friendly. So, but they're good people in general. So I don't even have to really tell them that. They just do it naturally. It comes naturally for them. They're great people. I, lo- I love my staff. I'm blessed that I have staff. A lot of small businesses, especially restaurants, can't find staff or don't have staff. Uh, so I'm, I'm more than thrilled to hear that feedback. So I appreciate that, Stevie. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank Larry, you. Larry, always a pleasure, but we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Larry Saunders, John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. The food's outstanding. And again, it's a game day. Spin the wheel, Terrible Herbs, the $1,000 VGK game day giveaway. So tonight, I honestly, you know, we're doing, I'm doing a podcast with Cam Stewart. We're doing the Bet US videos. I looked at this game and I'm like, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm watching. I just, I, I don't know, and that's, that's what we're dealing with with the Golden Knights is uncertainty. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't feel like they can slow Colorado down with, with the, you know, with the, with the group that they're going to put on the ice, and, and I'm not. I'm, VGK will do all they can. They'll, they'll give their best effort, but I just, and and you know, we mentioned at the top, Colorado. They're they're kind of licking their chops after what happened to them in the playoffs last year, you know. They're they're not feeling sorry for for Vegas. They're 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 looking to take it out on them, you know. Even though it's even though it's one game and it doesn't make up for for a playoff series loss, they're they're still looking to to beat Vegas down. I I, I think this is going to be a rough game tonight. Well, I honestly, Stevie, I don't think we're being chicken little. The sky is falling. I mean, they win this game tonight. Maybe they come together and they win four out of five. It could happen. But they could also lose three out of four, and then you got to do an Eastern Road swing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. I'm not. I'm trying not to be, you know, negative Nelly here, but I believe there's genuine concern. I mean, you're not scoring, and the power play is still posting bagels. Yeah. Well, you've got all these injuries, and none of these guys are coming back soon. And again, you've, you've brought some people in, so the chemistry's not there yet. I, I think it'll get there, but I, it just feels like this is going to be rough for a while yet. We'll get to see Brassois tomorrow. Cool. Would be my best guess, right? Yeah, why not? Prep, by the way, Jason was talking about uh, Brisson in, in, in Wisconsin. Man, does that guy look good. Holy smokes. Brisson for Wisconsin. Michigan. Michigan, I'm sorry. They make a trade? I didn't know. <laughs> no, he looks. Yeah. He looks like he dangles that kid. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of talent there. So... If if, uh, if the VGK want to move him for Eichel, Buffalo is getting a really good player. Oh man, I like that kid. I can't believe this thing. If this if this happened, I'd be like, 
How you make it work dollar-wise is the is the real rub. Again, I think you have to get a third team involved. Always good stuff, bud. Follow me on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Thanks to our friend Jason Pothier, Larry Saunders for joining us. Hey, Chris Wynn's here. TC show is coming up next. We will play it back again tomorrow. Ken Bolke is going to join us tomorrow. Thursday, we will be over at the Superbook at the Westgate. Dana Lane's going to join us on Thursday.